from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Jessica starts this hour in Salt Lake City. Hi, Jessica. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. It's a pleasure to speak to you. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up in your world? Oh, everything. Life. You know, it happens. We have a question for you. My husband and I, we are wanting to buy a house for our growing family, but we have some money set aside. Um, and I was raised to buy an investment property before we buy a house for ourselves. You were raised so, wrong. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> do we buy a house for ourselves first or an investment property, or do we split the cash half and half and put it down the middle? Buy a house for yourself first. Okay. That's what we were wondering. What do you have saved? We have about $300,000. Very good. So what price range? Home. Yeah, so um, that's kind of where we're at, and that's what we were looking for. Do we, if we put all the money down for an investment or a house? Yeah, I mean, what price range home? Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, we were, you know, it, it kind of we haven't like looked too far into it. Um, where we're at in Salt Lake, I feel like a normal sized house, like for a solid family of like a four bedroom house, starts at about between seven and eight hundred thousand dollars. Just depends on which street you're on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, how much do you guys make a year? Um, about a hundred thousand dollars. Good for you. Okay, let me yeah. let me back back walk the why okay. behind our answer. Okay. Okay. Tell me. So, personal residence is a key element paid off of the first one to five million dollars of net worth that people build. Okay. Not investment property. Stati- okay. Statistically speaking. Okay. Personal residence that creates a reasonable standard of living, not necessarily opulence, but certainly not, you know, um, living in a camping trailer out back of Ma's house. Okay. That's not what we're doing, but a a personal residence that gives you a reasonable, sustainable level of standard of living creates stabilization in your relationships. Your health is better. Your career has more of a tendency to prosper. The budget prospers because the largest line item in everyone's personal budget until they're very wealthy is their home. Okay. And so, uh, so when you get you. control of the largest line item and stabilize it by buying a home and or, you know, paying cash for it or not, uh, sure. but getting it paid off very, very soon. You have a higher tendency to prosper because your health is better, your relationships are better, your career blossoms. There's tons of data around home ownership that indicates those things. Okay. So another question for you, because um, we're looking into buying a house or we only, so we live in my parents' townhome right now and we only spend $1,000 a month on that. I also would feel guilty going out and spending almost, $3,000 on a mortgage compared to where I'm only spending $1,000 a month in rent, but I'm only renting. It's not an asset. Exactly. Okay. So you're making $100,000 a year and you buy a home with $300,000 down and then you map out how quickly we can pay off that home. Okay. And then that, because you're, you're probably going to do it in five years. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I wish. No, I I really do. I mean, 
Okay, so um, probably seven. Okay. It might be five, be between five and seven, but you're making a hundred. And of course you're not five years from now, you're not going to be making a hundred mm-hmm. on average. Okay. Your income will go up. Okay. Yeah, that's true. And, and, our, our, and we're going to throw our, everything we've get that we've got extra money at this mortgage. Cause the goal becomes to pay it off. Cause when you get the house paid off and now you're making 150 and it's five or six years from now, um, yeah. you're still very young to save up and pay cash for your first investment property. And you're going to do extremely yeah. well. Oh, I hope so. I want to. That's my goal. That's. Yeah. I mean, we all want to be rich and famous, right? I mean, yeah. maybe not famous, but... Um, <laughs> Jessica, you don't have any other debt, do you? No, no okay. debt. I was going to say that three hundred grand is about if all of our funds put together, including our mutual funds, our our personal IRA, our emergency fund, that's everything. Yeah, well, you got you uh, cannot use retirement money for this down payment. Okay. That'd be no, silly. no, no, no. And, and you have to have your emergency fund set aside. So you're not right. going to put down quite three hundred grand, but... Um, but I'm going to tear into this house and and Mm -hmm. because you have this big goal of a paid for house and then a paid for investment property. Yeah. And let's hit this again real quick, because I don't know how much money she has outside of the retirement money Mm -hmm. that she was talking Mm -hmm. about using. So let's be really clear, Jessica, about that. Don't touch those retirement funds and make sure that that's going to change the equation a little bit for you. So make sure that whatever you purchase, it's no more than 25% of your take-home pay. And, and of course, and, you're doing that 15-year fixed rate mortgage. And given this discussion, I mean, Salt Lake is not a hyper cheap no. environment, but it's also not a hyper expensive environment. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. given this discussion, you may want to actually look at 500 instead of 700. Yeah, absolutely. I just Depending on how much you're putting as a downstroke. Yeah. And yeah. Because again, you know, well, this is my forever house. There's no such thing except heaven. <laughs> there is no forever house. About the only thing you can count on is you're going to move. That's right. You know, I just don't know how quick or where, mm-hmm. but you're going to move. I always say forever home. That's a slippery slope. When people say things like forever home for me, Dave, that means they're giving themselves permission to spend more. That's I've, what that I have phrase a, means to me. I have a me. forever wife and I have a forever Jesus. Nothing else I got's forever. Everything else goes away. Because <laughs> I told Sharon, I mean, we've been married 41 years. I told her if she leaves, I'm going with her. So <laughs> <laughs> that's how that works. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Guys, one of the things about personal finance, and it's illustrated in the answer to that question, is that it's as much personal as it is finance. And if you try to correct things that have anxiety and spiritual principles and relationship issues you try to manage those things with math they never work so a stable home presence a castle for you to come home to after you've been working hard a safe haven Mm -hmm. an emotionally calm place that's good to reset and go fight again another day has tied with it actual income Absolutely. That's absolutely the case. And, you know, I think that people, I think that's why, Dave, so many people want to get to that step so quickly, even if it means getting to it the wrong way. Yeah, we know it, but we don't know why we know it. Mm -hmm. We kind of know it in our knower. That's right. Yeah, deep down. Deep down in our knower. Yeah, that's (laughs) exactly right. But yeah, it's, and you're right, it can cause people to short circuit it. But Mm -hmm. I, I think sometimes we're always going, I got to buy a house because houses go up in value and I don't want to be left out in the market. Yeah, that's See, right. that's all math. Mm-hmm. And that's not considering that your stress level goes down so your your medical condition is better. Mm-hmm. 
it versus not being there. Because, you know, when you got to deal with all this other stuff, uh, man, something That's else. True. That's true. This is The Ramsey Show. I want to tell you a true story. I got a letter from Fran in Virginia once. She and her husband, Gary, were loaded down with debt. They decided to get serious and worked for over two years to pay off $65,000. They were able to buy their dream home. Gary had just started a new job and things were looking really good. Six months later, Gary unexpectedly died. Wow. Tears my heart out. Besides the grief and shock, Fran had no income, was on her own, and her Social Security benefits couldn't pay the mortgage. Talk about feeling lost and alone. The only good part of this story is that Gary had term life insurance through Xander, so Fran was able to deal with her grief without being overwhelmed with money issues. Sad story, but I share it with you to make a point. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Having life insurance is what responsible people do for their families. It's why I tell you every day to go to Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. So, Jade, you're doing your own Financial Peace University class, and you're not by yourself. Affirmative. I and Rachel Cruz are also doing a class. Hers is... Both of ours have started. They started May 8th, but all the personalities are doing classes. So you could go to a Financial Peace University class with Dr. John Deloney. Yes, and you should. His class is actually coming up next, uh, and you should sign up for his class. And then after or that- George Camel. Yep, George Camel, Ken, Ken Coleman, Coleman Eddie, Eddie Cullen. Eddie Cullen, yeah. That's everybody's right. doing a class. Everybody. Changing their lives. Love it. Very cool. So if you don't know what Financial Peace University is, you haven't been listening for very long because it's the best thing we do around here. It's nine lessons and you go through it with a coordinator in person or virtually online mm-hmm. with a coordinator. And the coordinator is the one that guides you and loves you and holds you accountable and encourages you when you're scared and holds you accountable when you're about to screw up because you think you got this figured out. If you had it figured out, what are you doing in a financial class? So, <laughs> hey, we're here to help you. We know what to do. And we've led 10 million people out of debt and into wealth. 10 million people have been through this class. That makes it the largest personal finance class in North America Mm -hmm. ever. And I suggest, I mean, there's a lot of ways that you can take the class, but I suggest taking it with community. Always got to be with community. And you're going to be the the head of your community. Exactly. The Jade community. Check it out. If you want to go through with one of the personalities, you can still get signed up. Financial Peace University at RamseySolutions.com or go to FPU.com. Either one. Abby is with us in San Francisco. Hey, Abby, what's up? Hi. Good afternoon, Dave and Jade. Um, So I'm currently on Baby Step 3B. And um, I just feel guilty if I budget to spend money on vacation. So, like, then I just never do. And I spend it on, like, other necessities instead just because I don't want to slow down saving money. And I just want to get past this block. I mean, that's if you're saving for a home and you're foregoing certain expenditures because you want to save faster, that is your prerogative, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, especially when you're in those first three baby steps. I mean, you're looking at the situation. You've got a set of scales in front of you, and you go on one side of the scales is a vacation. On the other side of the scales is I get to buy my house faster, I mean, and I'm choosing to buy my house faster. That's not guilt. That's just you made a choice. 
Yeah, I I understand, but I also feel like um, I feel like this is just going to continue. Once I do get the house, I'll be like, oh, I need to pay it off, and I just want to like I I listened to what you said, and I you I said you allocate a percentage to spending and enjoyment, but I just feel like I just never do it. Are you I married? Know, I don't know. Are you married? No, I'm single. So this is. What do you make? I make 120. What are you talking about allocating for a vacation that you wouldn't do? Uh, maybe like 2,500 or 3,000, and it'll go up as my net worth increases. Of yeah. course. So I think I think the point is this: what you need to do also is to put uh, actual. You're dealing with feelings which are okay to admit we have feelings. That's not a bad thing, but you need to put the actual numbers to it and go, okay, if I spend two grand on this vacation, how much does it really damage my goal of setting a house mathematically? Okay. I mean, I've already saved 50,000. I'm probably going to save another 40,000 or whatever the number is. How much is 2000 really going to blow mm-hmm. it up? Mm-hmm. Now, if you said, I'm going to spend 20 grand on vacation, then I would say, well, let's back that down. You know, because it's probably going to use up a whole bunch of your savings. But usually if you put actual math to it and go, is this really keeping me from hitting the goal? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. And then that's going to help you with all the other stages as well. He seems like a formula driven guy or like a I I just go go in steps. And I feel like he just needs to almost like he said, he just when the time comes, he's got to make it part of his plan. Well, allocate a non damaging Mm -hmm. percentage of your savings to enjoyment. Yeah. Not house. Not house. And a non damaging percentage. It's good for the mental health to get away every once in a while. So so add, add that to the list. All right, let's go to Justin in Grand Rapids. Hey, Justin, what's up? Hey, guys. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. So my question for today is um, my wife and I are on Baby six, uh, baby Steps uh, 4 through 6, and we just decided to tackle our mortgage and to get it out. Um, we have a couple of businesses that we have. Um, the house that we're living in is a duplex, so we have the rental income in that side of the business. And then we live off of my wife's full-time business uh, as a potter. And so my question is, how much do we allocate? We have 42000 sitting in the bank. How much do we allocate to throw at the mortgage and to get that out of here as soon as possible? Um, and then how much do we set aside for the two businesses of the pottery business and the duplex? This is interesting. So you've got, tell me how much money you have. Again, I was taking all of that Four, in. 42000 42000 yeah. Now, is this. How much is, owed, how much is owed on the duplex? Uh, just under 300000 And what do you make a year? Household, household uh, taxable make, income. About fifty after taxes and business expenses. And her business is successful. And why do you not make money? Uh, I'm a stay-at-home dad with our kids, and then I'm also doing whatever side hustles and remote contract work that I can on the side. Okay. And so her pottery business is making $35,000? It's making $36,000 gross thousand, but the expenses are extremely low because it's just the pottery cost. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't need an emergency fund for it, and we certainly don't need one for your other business. It doesn't make any money at all. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the uh, right, yeah, for me personally. But then it's mostly like how much do we have? Oh, right the there duplex you said. You don't need you don't need there. a huge emergency fund for the duplex. We just need to start working to get it out of debt. So you make fifty thousand dollars a year. You have a three hundred thousand dollar mortgage. And how many kids? Uh, we have two kids, four and one years old. Okay. All right. Uh, the thing that's missing in the equation that's glaring is your income is low. Mm-hmm. Your household income is low. That's the number that feels out of whack when I hear your story. Mm-hmm. So what's the plan? Uh, I have been working as many side hustles as we can. We've been working on my wife's uh, business every year. It's growing by about 50% of its previous year's income. It's only about three, four years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we're just working as, <laughs> as hard as we can, as well as, um, you know, taking care of the kids and that sort of thing. Is there anything more that you can do to add to the equation? Uh, I mean, picking up more hours, more side hustles, that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I, I, you know, I think that's what you got to map out here because that's a bigger question than, um, the, out of your 42,000, you should set aside an emergency fund of three to six months of household expenses. You don't have any debt except the house, right? Correct. We are completely debt free, um, except for the mortgage. And we already have. Okay. A so what do you think three to six months of expenses for your emergency fund, fund is? Uh, well, we have 18,000 allotted for our personal. Oh, in addition uh, to the 42. Okay. That's good. That's good. So the 42 is just sitting in our bank and high yield savings account until we decide what we're doing with it. Um, essentially. Okay. Do we need any of that to grow her business aggressively? No, we, we don't cause it's just her. And then she does have one employee, but it's, um, yeah, but if you double, you said it doubled in the last three years, if it doubles again, you're going to need some help. True. True. I mean, you may need another, you may need another killing. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just thinking about your situation and the money you have saved in your personal and the money you have set aside from this business money. I feel like I would keep. I would want you to have six months of expenses because of the nature of what you do. I also would like you to sit on a large portion of what you already have saved from the business because you've got a duplex. And I feel like that could come with a lot of cost. Maybe you keep 20,000 of it aside. Yeah, I think I'm going to put another 20 with that 18 and then throw the other 23 at your house. Yeah. And, but I think, and make sure that you really thought out the pro forma for growing your businesses and where you're going to end up here. Mm -hmm because that you may need some of that money to do that with because I'm more concerned about getting your income up in this equation mm-hmm. than I am what happens to this little $20,000 towards your mortgage. Agree. This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Walshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. The phone number here is 888-825-5225. Thank you for joining us. Jacob is next in Kansas City. Hi, Jacob. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Hi, Jade. Pleasure talking to you guys. You too. What's up? So um, I got a lot of moving pieces on my financial chessboard right now, um, and my wife and I feel like we're doing all the right things. Um, but we're also talking about having our first kid next year, trying, trying to have our first kid next year. And Yay! I just want to make sure that I, <laughs> thank you. I mean, we're, we're excited just talking about it, but, um, we want to make sure that we're prioritizing the right things 
to not only set up for sustained success through that life change, but also ideally maybe allowing my wife to uh, switch to part-time. She, she's an RN. So, you know, being able to go part-time would allow for more time with the hopeful future kid. You're going to be a good dad. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. <laughs> You're actually <laughs> thinking about it. Wow. Who knew? And um, <laughs> yeah, very cool. So what do you make? Uh, our combined no, you. income last year. No, you. Oh, me? Uh, <laughs> um, 75 to 80 right now. Okay. How old are you? I'm 27. How much debt have y'all got? Uh, other than our mortgage, nothing. Wow, great job. Can you live on 80? Thank you. You know, we hadn't fully considered that. Um, we we bought our house last year. Uh, I've been paying close to 200 extra per month straight to principal, trying to, you know, pay down that, that mortgage early. Um, and... You know, we just, I mean, we haven't been maxing our Roth IRAs. What does she make? I have not maxed mine. Um, she makes 55 to 60. Our combined is about 135. So no debt. How much do you have left on the house? Is that your goal that you want to have that house paid off before she would go to part-time or stay at home? Is that the goal or that's just what I you've been trying to do? I realistically don't think that's possible. Okay. I am just trying to get ahead of the curve. And, you know, build a habit that will allow us to continue. I mean, we're already. Well, I think you're ahead of the. We've been in it a year. So, you know, you're ahead of of the curve. You're ahead of the curve in the way that you don't have debt and that you're on a plan, which is good. And you've got three to six months saved, I'm assuming. Uh, Yeah, we have about 18,000 in a high yield savings. Okay, good deal. Untouched. Okay. (laughs) So here's the deal. Uh, What will she make if she goes part time? Um, that's the great thing. Uh, if she goes to night shift and she's finishing her bachelor's this December, uh, her pay virtually won't change. Well, there you go. (laughs) Then there's not a question. (laughs) This is a no brainer. It's not, but that's honestly, we were wanting to avoid that. Um, and so I'm wanting to avoid her working at all. Uh, No, avoid her having to work night shift. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. I see. Oh, that makes sense. I don't don't argue that. All right. So what can she make if she works not working the night shift part time? Um, it, it would be probably about a 20 to 25,000 estimated pay cut. So you guys remind remind me what she makes again. Um, 55 to 60 last time. Okay. So let's call, let's call it 40. Okay. And you make 80. That's 120. Start living on 120 now and have babies. Mm-hmm. Go. <laughs> Ready, set, go. Okay. <laughs> easy. Awesome. It's it's easy. I love these calls because he has options. He's made it to where he can sit and decide, do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? And in this case, it's really cool because I kind of feel like you thought, Jacob, that we were going to lay out this plan why you know as to where you, you can't do what you want to do but you've set yourself no, no you can do it up you can do in a fabulous you way if you want to live on 80 she can just quit that too which they could do i mean they just have their house payment it's what the ramses did yeah and it wasn't 80 i can tell you that mm-hmm. <laughs> so and if she wanted to you also know, 38 years ago but yeah there's that but yeah after a certain period of time maybe she wants to go back to work again maybe she doesn't yeah, you know, make sure you keep, make sure you keep those shirts up if you're a nurse for sure. Mm-hmm. 
to go the trouble to get that, keep those certifications yeah. in place. And his income is going to go up over time as well. Absolutely. You guys have done great. You've done great. So, yeah. If everybody waited till they could afford to have kids, they would never have kids. Facts. So, Man. You know, that Facts. It's just, um, and the best thing ever happened to Dave Ramsey's babies, except possibly grandbabies. <laughs> if I'd have known how great grandbabies were going to be, I'd have been nicer to their parents. Okay. Sarah's <laughs> with us in Minneapolis. Hey, Sarah, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, guys. Cash is king. That is dumb. <laughs> love Booyah. it. Love it. Love it. How can we help? Uh, so I'm calling because my husband and I um, were on Baby Step 2. We're hammering out um, the debt as we make extra money. I'm picking up extra shifts at the hospital. My husband uh, plows snow in the winter, so he makes every time doing that. And all of it's been going to debt or things that have come up that we could cash flow. Um, but right now we're wondering if we should sell our townhouse and um, take that money, pay off school loans, fully fund our emergency fund, and um, just rent until we could save up the 20% for a new home. What do you owe on the townhouse and what could you get for it? Uh, so we owe about 100 on the townhouse and the last we checked was a couple months ago and they said we could get around 230 for it. Mm-hmm. And school loans are 70000 So have you priced out, if you were to, you know, go from your living situation now to renting, how is that going to change your monthly payment? Um, the rent would be a little bit more because our mortgage is low. Um, but if we didn't have any debt, because the only debt we have, we put our camper up for sale and then we have school loans. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully our camper will sell. We're like just praying it does. What will it sell for? Um, we'd be. What are you asking for it? Um, we're asking twenty three for it. Okay, and how much do you owe on it? Twenty twenty. Okay, so it's not going to help with 3, school loans at all. No, well. You just get rid of the payment. Yes, yes, it would get rid of the. Yeah, what's the your household income? Payment. Uh, we make about 130 a year. Keep the townhouse. You haven't been doing okay. this very long. No, we have not. No. Yeah. You just got started and you but, realize this is hard. Yeah, it is hard. Uh, yeah, we've paid off about 32 so far. Yeah. And then when you sell the camper, you're going to pay off another 23 and then you make 130 and you only got 70 left. Just knock it out. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. Well, we, we were hoping that uh, we'd sell the camper, but if we sold the townhouse, that money could pay off school loans, fully fund our emergency fund. And yeah, and then, then you're out of the real estate some. business and you got an expensive rent. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to sit in the townhouse, let it go up in value while you clean up the rest of this mess. Exactly. Okay. Townhouse is not your problem. The camper is we were... a problem. Oh, for sure. That's why it's for sale. Yeah. Um, I mean, we were kind of thinking what you said, but... I don't know, the appeal of not having any debt. and The appeal of doing you know, this fast able to save for and easy. Yeah, it's not fast or easy, that. either one. And it's not the smartest choice, even money-wise, because like Dave said, you're in the real estate market, which is where so many people want to be. And if you just sit on that property long enough, it's going to be worth something when you're actually ready to go and buy a full-sized house. And right now, I think what Dave said, man, Dave, that's so true. It's hard to pay off debt. It's hard to walk through that process. And I think a lot of times when people get into this, they're looking for what's the quick fix? What can I sell? How can I get out of this fast? And although wanting to pay off your debt fast is a good thing, you've got to think about 
what you're selling when it comes to your house, if it's really the wisest choice long term or not. In this case, I don't think it is. I think they've got a good income. And I think if they put the pedal to the metal, they can pay off their debt quicker than they realized. It, it's fun when you see all the information and you go, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And you got all this enthusiasm. And then you go about three months in, you go, crap. Yeah, this is hard. Work. hard. I'm more picking up extra shifts at the hospital. Yeah. We're not going out to eat. Tired. I'm tired. This is hard. The kids are whiny. Yeah. This is hard. Yeah. It is hard. But you know what? Over the scope of your life, the two years it's going to take you to get out of debt when you sell this camper, it's really not much. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. But Sarah, you got what it takes to do it. I'm proud of you. You can do this. This is the Ramsey Show. Thank you for joining us, America. Jade and I were just out at the commercial break. If you want to, and you're coming through Nashville, stop by and watch the show. We do it on the glass from 1 to 4 Central Time every Monday through Friday. There are two of us Ramsey personalities sitting in here doing the show. Um, it's sometimes like watching ugly paint dry, but it's it's uh, you can come, and we would love to have you. There's usually just a handful of people out here today, but there's usually 50 to 200 folks come by. The coffee is free. The cookies are free. And I got to talk to a young couple just now when we were out there getting our pictures done with them. Said, you changed our life. Well, of course, we didn't change their life. We just told them how, mm-hmm. and they changed their lives. That's what we do. We tell you how, and you are the hero, and you get to win. You get to go slay the dragon. We just give you dragon slaying instructions, and then you have to go kill the dragon. And you can do it, and we'll show you how, and we have. And thank you for that, by the way. If you're happy with the dragon slaying instructions, (laughs) you've liked this show so far, we'd appreciate some help. Uh, Subscribe to the show if you are watching on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button or follow button uh, or whatever is appropriate with the type of podcast you're on. Um, make sure it's dialed into your car radio. If you're a talk radio listener, thank you for that. And the preset is done there. Just number one preset. That's where you put it right there. Push that memory button. Some of you don't even know how to do that. I was going to say, do the, do the cars still have that? They name? still got it. I promise you. And the, uh, might not have a CD player, but they got that. <laughs> and, uh, in addition to that, of course, we'd appreciate it. If you would share the show, share mm-hmm. a link or hit the share button, if there is one, or just tell people where you're listening and, have them come join us and leave a five-star review. Those help with the algorithm on the internet as well. Uh, one stars aren't helpful. If you don't like the show, why are you spending your time here? That's a good Go question. somewhere else and just move on. Mama said if you ain't got anything nice to say, don't say nothing at all. There you go. There's a plan. So leave us a five-star, share it, follow it, subscribe it, whatever it is. And all of those things help us a bunch and help us help more people. We appreciate that very, very much. Dixie's in Savannah, Georgia. That's apropos. Hi, Dixie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Hey, um, so my mom, um, she's 59 years old, and she's going to be trying to get into retirement soon, but she doesn't have anything saved for retirement. Um, she currently has about 20 k left on her mortgage. She has student loans. She has 18 k on her How much her in card. student loans? That I'm not too sure. How old did you say? Five nine or six nine? Five nine. Okay. Yes, sir. Could you guess um, how much she had on her student loans? If you had to guess, uh, maybe about thirty five thousand. Okay. We'll call it Um, that for discussion purposes. How can we help? Okay. 
Um, so my mom, her mindset is you're, everybody is going to be in debt and there's no way around it. And I've come across you guys for uh, maybe about a year now. I had the Total Money Makeover book. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to offer her to read it, but she's not she's not a big reader. Um, so every time I get a chance, I try to sit down with her and talk to her about different things that I feel uh, would be beneficial for her. Mm-hmm. And she'll sit and she'll listen. But I think maybe because in her mind, I'm young and I'm not wise and I'm, I'm not I don't know what I'm talking about. She'll listen for a few minutes and then she's like, oh, you know, I don't think it, that's you know, the best way for me to handle something. So my, my question to you guys is how could I help guide my mom to better set her up for retirement? I'm sorry that this sucks. I, I, I hate this for you. You know, you, you're the kid and you've got hold of this thing that, you know, can help her. And she just, she, I'm just going to be honest. She's still in that childlike phase where she wants what she wants and she's going to do what she's going to do. And I'll be honest with you, you're not, I hate to tell you this, you're not going to be the one to convince her otherwise. Probably true. Right. We call it the powdered butt syndrome. Once someone has powdered your butt, they don't care about your opinion on sex or money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So she doesn't She doesn't think <laughs> yeah. that she's headed towards calamity. Clearly, if she's retiring now at 59 with or no... Or if she does, you think it, she doesn't believe there's hope. Yeah. So, yeah. Dixie, what I, the only luck I have ever had is one of two things. Um, number mm-hmm. one, you can't talk to her about her situation at all. That will not work. You've tried that, obviously. Okay. okay? What you can talk about is your situation mm-hmm. and your feelings. You know, Mom, I used to believe I was going to die in debt. I thought I was going to be in debt my whole life. And you know what? I'm almost out. And I did this stuff, right. and it made me feel so good. And it's been hard but it's been worth it. And it's the first time in my life I've got confidence about money. My hope factor is so high right now, but boy, I used to really think I was never going to be able to win. I thought I'd be in debt my whole life. And, um, man, mom, it's just a lot of fun. All you talk about is you. And Mm -hmm. pretty soon she'll catch herself bragging to her friends. You know, my daughter Dixie, she's getting out of debt. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as she starts saying stuff like that, she's going to go, Hmm, I wonder if I should. But you right. can, you could, it is not, it is never offensive for you to talk about you. Okay. But, um, you know, if, uh, I like, I got a guy in the, in the, the on our company here that lost, uh, he, he's one of our, uh, software engineers and he lost like 60 something pounds. And I mm-hmm. went up to him. I'm like, man, what in the world? That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, you lost like a backstreet boy. I mean, this is crazy. <laughs> You know, and he's like, yeah, yeah. I said, man, I'm so proud of you. And his shoulders kicked back. His chest stuck out. Mm-hmm. How'd you do that? I ate less. It's amazing. And he didn't come yeah. up to me and go, you know, Dave, you could lose 25 pounds. You'd feel <laughs> a lot better, Dave, if you'd get out of the donuts. I'm not oh, in the donuts gosh. anymore, but he didn't come up to me and do that. Right. He just came up to me and he stood there as this walking testimony that his new way of life is causing him to be able to feel better and be healthier right that's a wonderful thing the second thing other than you talking about you is if you know someone that she respects in the area of business and money you might talk to them because she might listen to them if you put them on her right so uncle so-and-so has always been no you know harry he's always had money he's good with money well go tell harry to go talk to her right 
what do you think what do you think she'd say if you said hey mom i i found out about this financial peace university class i'm gonna take it do you want to take it with me what do you think she'd say I feel like if I was taking it and I offered her to go, I feel as though she would go. Um, yeah, but you got to be real careful not to talk ever during the whole class. Say anything yeah. about her. You don't say. You just say, "I'm doing this for me." And at the end, except for encourage her. Yeah, but never right. like, "Mom, you got to get this yeah. straight." It's like, "Mom, when you- <laughs> you're gonna, you got, you better get desperate." No, you don't. You are not her accountability. No. That will not work. It's like when you take a okay. friend to church, and the pastor is speaking. Right. You don't go. That's for you. Yeah, and that's for you too. Yeah. <laughs> He's talking not. to you. Can you hear him? <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? You can't do that. Right. It's just sit, be quiet, and that's it. <laughs> you know, that's a good point. That's very right. good. <laughs> you know, that's very good. I think yeah. that's what you. I, that's what I would take away from this. I would. I'd say, Mom, I'm, I'm signing up for Financial Peace University. I've got to get a couple of things right. You know, I've been listening to the show. Hey, you know, I've got two free passes. I'd do you want to go? I appreciate it if you go with me because I think you'd be. I think you'd be an encouragement to me. Oh, that's good. Right. That's I good. like that. Yeah. But don't you dare say a word about her stuff. That's right. If she brings it up, it. you just smile and nod and say, Mom, I think you can win. That's all you can say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't say, right. that, you know, you can't think that way because it doesn't work. It just yeah. doesn't work. Right. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, well look, I appreciate that. Yeah. This is tough. I, I'm proud of you for calling in. I'm proud of you for getting your own situation intact that's exciting yeah good for you and uh hey let's uh austin can we give them financial peace university let's do it we'll give it to you for free now she can't turn it down oh there you go i appreciate it yeah let's 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 do it call back and tell us how it goes yeah we want to hear when you're debt free and mom's winning everybody's on the same page now and all that yeah it's it's you know it's weird though that when we're talking with family we feel like we can bypass the persuasion step and just go straight to the you're stupid step yes you know and you got to persuade family like anybody else because they're grown-ups they get to do what they want to do that's true you have to use persuasion especially if they're your elder oh for sure for sure yeah yeah you know for sure ah that puts this hour of the ramsey show in the books Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.